Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So, first off, I have to apologize for my fan going. It's freaking cold, and I want the heat on. So, <laughs> that's pretty much it. There's no really excuse. I could shut it off, but I'm freezing up here. Maybe it's maybe it's Sirona. Anyway, um, the impeachment trial happened today. Um, obviously, Democrats voted in favor and some Republicans, actually 10 Republicans voted in favor of impeaching Donald Trump. Now, I just want to speak on behalf of these uh, Republicans because it's really funny that they voted that they voted for him. OK, so um, let me let me go to the the site, you know, all this other stuff. Because. Uh, you know, it, it's just it just shows the corruption. And you know what? That's what Donald Trump did. He showed the cor corruption of um, both political parties because 10 Republicans voted to impeach Donald Trump. And let's see. Doo -doo. Uh, they deleted it, man. Like, I can't find it now. That's crazy. All right. NPR. NPR is a trusted site, okay? So, let's do, um, let me read it all out, okay? Voted yes. So, overall, it was 197 votes, uh, no most mostly Republicans and 232 votes. Yes. And the account is the in uh, citing violence, I guess, even though Trump called for peace and a cool and calm head. But, you know, that means that means violence to Nancy Pelosi. And fun fact, Nancy Pelosi has issued impeachment twice, which is half of all the impeachments in the 200 and what? 250 years America's been around. Out of all those impeachments, Nancy Pelosi did half of them. Like, is this is this is just going to be used as a weapon? And a lot of Republicans actually, to my surprise, they actually came out and stood up. And they're like, this is insane. The, the fact you're doing this is just insane. So, voted yes. And a reason I'm going to say that why is because I want these guys out of here, all right? I'm going to explain why I want them out of here. So Liz Cheney, Republican, Wyoming. Anthony Gonzalez, Republican, Ohio. Uh, Jaime Butler, Republican, uh, Washington. John Katko, Republican, New York. Adam Kinzinger, Republican, Illinois. Peter Maher, Republican, Michigan. Dan News, uh, Newhouse, Republican, Washington. Tom Rice, Republican, South Carolina. Fred Upton, Republican, Michigan. And David Villado, Republican, California. And and every Democrat voted, so I'm not going to read off those names. And the reason I want to list off, especially one of them just caught my eye, and that's Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, really? You're going to go and say he incited violence? Didn't your dad attack an entire nation for doing absolutely nothing? Um... What was it, like 13 out of the 17 people that attacked 9-11 were um, from Saudi Arabia? I think only one person was from Iraq, and your dad attacked them? 
I mean, and and by the way, killing you know hundreds of thousands of people. On and didn't your dad also get rich, or was it you? I think you had investments in Raytheon, right? And all of a sudden, after the attack in um in the war in Iraq, Raytheon stock prices went up. That made you a millionaire, billionaire even. So I I find that really hilarious that you even dare going. Well, I'm gonna incite. Uh, Trump incited violence. Really, your dad attacked a country, killing hundreds of thousands of innocent civilians. Okay, sure, Saddam Hussein was a bad, it was a bad dude. He was definitely bad and evil. But the whole notion was that people wanted revenge on the um, people that orchestrated 9/11. That was it. That's what he used off of. And then when we got there, we said, "Well, um, you know." It wasn't 9-11, but, you know, he has weapons of mass destruction. Weapons of mass destruction. There was no weapons of mass destruction. And then what happened next? Well, this, this place needs regime change, okay? So, you know, not voting for a regime change. They just are like, well, we're just going to take down their guy and put some other dude in there. Who Saddam Hussein was put in by George Bush Sr. Because, you know, he worked for the CIA prior to becoming vice president with Reagan. And so George Bush Sr. came in and pretty much um, trained Saddam Hussein to fight against Russians or the Soviets. And we also trained Osama bin Laden to help fight um, in the F uh, war in Afghanistan with the Soviets. But anyway, that's not here or there. But I, th I find that really funny that Liz Cheney is uh, voted yes. Okay. On in <laughs> insurrection or inciting violence. Really? Are you the one to talk? You're the one to talk. In fact, wasn't it that you went on Twitter condemning Donald Trump and saying that we should keep troops in Afghanistan, that this war should continue? And what did Donald Trump say? Sorry, Liz, but I'm not like your father. I'm bringing our troops home. And of course, I'm paraphrasing, but that's more or less what he said. And, you know, good on him. Two decades fighting in this war. And we've accomplished nothing except killed thousands of our young soldiers, millions of veterans are wounded and, you know, and unfortunately it's going to ripple through time for a long, long time. Right now, I found out, the VA just found out that uh, there is a chemical, it's a pesticide, that um, you spray on your uniform and it's been linked to cancer and other, you know, other bad things, other side effects, emphysema and all this other stuff. And you know what's the messed up part? When I was in the military, I was using it. I was literally spraying clothes with it. And I looked on the MSDS. It doesn't say use res respirators or anything like that. Nope. I just put that chemical in the machine and I sprayed clothes. So I'm probably going to have to file like some kind of claim because now they found out that it's linked to cancer or it's linked to something. And I hope I never get cancer, but isn't that messed up? They sent these 18-year-old kids... That had nothing, you know, they didn't know anything. And they just, you know, messed with chemicals. And now we're finding out that, yeah, that chemical is really bad for you. You shouldn't be touching it. You shouldn't be near it. Well, that's great. I wish you warned me when I was 18. <sighs> so, but yeah, Liz, I mean, I, I just love it. And how did you become congressman anyway? Or congresswoman? How, how did you do it? Do you not think that your dad being vice president kind of helped 
kind of, just just a smidge, just a little bit. Liz, you you and your family are done. All right, the Mitt Romneys, they're done. Okay, Anthony Gonzalez, uh, Ohio Republican of Ohio. I mean, do you guys have any backbone? Washington, are you really a Republican? I mean, Washington is pretty much a Democratic state. I'm I'm surprised that you even made it. Probably because your district is like highly Republican, so you're like, oh, I need power. Uh, New York, that's another Democrat-heavy uh, central. And so how how did you even win as a Republican? You probably went to a really heavy district that's Republican, and you got voted in there. That's pretty much what happened. Because people just saw the R next to your name, and they're like, oh, well, yeah. Same like David Villado from Republican in California and Michigan. I mean, Michigan's turning Democrat, but, you know. We've all seen how great Detroit is. Everyone wants to go to Detroit. I mean, it's just it's just so lovely there. It's the Paris of the West. Oh, wait. No, we took back that name because it's not true. Because Detroit's a, a hellhole now. So the, the, they all voted for it. And at first, you know, it, it really scared me, guys. It really did. Because I thought that Trump was going to be removed from office. Because they might have 17. Because a lot of senators have came out. I think four senators have come out saying that they are going to impeach Trump. And, uh, you know, it kind of scared me at first. But then I realized that the Senate has rules. And unfortunately, they can't do anything until January 20th at 1 p.m. One hour after Joe Biden is sworn into office. They, they can't do anything. They can't impeach anything. So, and the Constitution clearly states a sitting president, not not leaving president. You can't go back and impeach Obama. You can't do that. It doesn't work like that. You can't impeach Trump after he leaves. So, I'm kind of glad that, you know, Trump is gone. I'm not glad with the tax hike, 52%. That, sh that shit sucks. That's insane amount of money. But, you know, because this is just a lot of baloney, and I hope Trump comes back in 2024. But this is the derangement of the Democrats. They want their power. And Republicans. This showed. I just read 10 Republican names. This showed that they don't want, they want to keep their power. They love that power. They love it. They can't get enough of it. And I, I, I'm really, I'm really, uh, it's really funny that AOC said that she was scared for her life. Oh, yeah, okay. Did, didn't you do a protest, AOC? Didn't, like, in Capitol Hill? Like, in the halls? Like, something with, like, the Green New Deal or something like that? Huh. And a couple people were killed there, too? Or, no, a couple people were arrested, I know that. Except you, for some reason. In other news, um, who's, the who's the mayor of New York? Bill de Blasio, I believe. Bill de Blasio says that Trump is no longer allowed to operate business in New York City. Uh, Bill, are you that freaking stupid? Are you honestly that stupid? So you're going to not have him operate his business, which is thousands of jobs that he hires, because someone has to clean those apartments. Someone has to walk those dogs on... Uh, for the, uh, you know, for the guest 
in his hotel. Someone has to do something, you know? Someone has to maintain the building. Someone has to do landscaping. Someone has to do window washing. All gone, right? So so who's going to hire him, Bill? Who's going to hire these thousands of people that just lost their jobs? AOC? Oh, wait, AOC just kicked out Amazon, which had like 50,000 more jobs that could have been in New York. But no. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, we're selling big business. Oh, aren't you guys funded by big business? Buddy Romer, Google. I think Google spent $380 million on the Democratic Party. Facebook, I just found out, spent over a billion dollars funding the Democratic Party. So who are you fooling? But you didn't want Amazon there because, you know, you don't want people working. You just want to give them hands out, handouts and then just keep taxing the middle class. Until they're all gone and then they leave to places like Florida and Colorado and then vote the same way, which kind of irritates me. Actually, it really irritates me. So, uh, Bill, who are you going to hire for those thousands of people in the Trump organization? Those all need jobs. Okay. Where are they going to go? I mean, you really think that affected Trump? Dude's worth like two, three billion dollars. Oh, wait. What's going to happen to him? He's going to go to Florida. He has businesses all around the world. In Vegas, there's Trump Tower. And I know Steve Wynn technically owns it, but I digress. So who are you fooling? Like, you just crippled his home, uh, home city. I mean, I would just be pissed because I wouldn't be allowed back into my home city and conduct business there. But, I mean, Bill... What's going to happen back in in 1980, right? When it goes back to the 1980s with the heroin and uh, crack epidemic, which Donald Trump actually turned around. He actually, you know, hired people. Manhattan was a crappy place. No one wanted to be in Manhattan because of how, uh, because of the crack and uh, heroin ep- epidemic that was going on. And then Donald Trump started doing something. It was called making businesses. And creating jobs. And these jobs started funding people. So they worked. And they could, you know, buy things. They didn't have to stay on the street and sell crack. They could actually live what is considered the American dream. Okay? They can work in middle class. And, you know, have a family. Get to own a car. All that other stuff that people dreamt about back in 1940s. They could actually do that with Donald Trump's help. And yes, he did help because I actually read his books. I've actually watched documentaries on him. I mean, it's true. Back in the 1970s, when he first started, like the heroin and crack epidemic was increasing. Donald Trump first did what he first did was he bought a uh, it was a hotel. It was like a very popular hotel, like the Ritz, I guess, or the Lexington in Chicago. It was like an old hotel that was very popular, but it was it was dead. I mean, it was going to be demolished and all those people were not going to have a job. So um, Trump came in and he talked to he made a deal with um, the mayor at the time and he made a deal with, uh, you know, the people. And he said, look, I really like this hotel. If I renovate it, I could renovate it for this much and that'll give this many people this many jobs because you know, it costs money to fix up a hotel. 
And they all said, okay, yeah, I'll agree with it. And what Trump did was he said, I um, don't tax me for up to 10 years, though. And the mayor agreed. And he said, okay, we won't tax you for 10 years. And in return, people had jobs to, you know, renovate the hotel and run it. So that was his first venture. And then the second venture, which is not very popular in my opinion, which, I mean, it's genius in a sense, but it kind of screws over a lot of people. And that was a ice skating rink in, uh, in Central Park. So they wanted to create an ice skating rink, um, except no contractor wanted them because, you know, they didn't have enough money to make an ice skating rink. So Donald Trump convinced the... Uh, a company or a contractor to make the ice skating rink and they were like no i'm not going to make it for half the cost of what it actually makes i'm losing money here and donald trump kind of persuaded him and said well look while you're making this you can put up advertisements you know you could put up you know advertisements of whatever companies are helping you out and then you know those are going to have to pay uh pay them and then when you make the ice skating rink then you can have the advertisements for a certain amount of years. And, you know, the, the contractor agreed, and he's like, okay, well, that's good ad revenue. Um, people are going to be ice skating on this ice skating rink, and they're going to look it up and see, you know, all these, you know, advertisements. Well, Trump, you know, promised him, and, you know, they agreed to make it halfway, and Trump just put his advertisements on there. So he, um, they didn't, re like... Because Trump kind of organized it, he kind of screwed over the contractor. And it, it's a genius move because he got the uh, ice skating rink done half price of what the city, you know, wanted to make it for. But it did screw over the contractor because the contractor didn't have any advertising or any, you know, funding. Because Trump just kind of took it. So... I mean, love or hate him, I mean, the guy did make, you know, lemonade out of lemons, so there, there's always that. Um, but then he, you know, he made his prize uh, jewel, which was the uh, Trump Tower, which he realized was, you know, what if I give the illusion of, um, of luxury? So when people buy luxury, they think of Trump. They don't think of... Um, and I'm sorry, my um, filter isn't working that well. But they they don't think of, you know, other stuff. And I will sell it for like quadruple the cost, but it's going to be cheap to make. And um, that's what he did. So like a tie from, you know, Trump ties, they were, uh, they're pretty expensive. But that's just because the name brand. I mean, they're, they're the same tie that's made for from Walmart. I mean, it's the same stuff. Trump just did, did that. He just managed to take things and make his name, the luxury item, not really the item itself. And so when he made Trump tower, that was the illusion. He used like the cheapest materials to make Trump tower. But you know, he's like, well, you're going to be living with me. I'm like this billionaire, you know, I'm cool. I dress nice, I'm all this, and I need you guys to, you know, uh, buy, buy my, uh, you know, a room in Trump Tower. And so far, it's been working. And then he, you know, 
started venturing out and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. So, and that's another thing. Um, if if he was racist, let's let's say he is. He was completely racist. Don't you think that his public records would be like first like up in the air? I mean, don't they can't they just go to HR and just go, hey, can I get like a list of all your employees? And then see, uh, and then just be like, wait a minute, why are all your employees Caucasian men? I mean, isn't that kind of just ridiculous? Like, you know, you know, damn well, CNN and MSNBC and all those other guys would have died with that freaking information. That that was like, that would have been like, you know the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. Like, they, that would, they would have fought to the nail for that information, but they did, and nothing happened. They found out that he hires everyone from every ethnicity. Okay. So that's just, it's just a bunch of baloney that they even think about that, that he's, oh, he's a racist. Well, you can look it up. Look at his businesses. Look, just see it. And I've had this argument today, and I was like... She's like, well, there was probably some black guy that didn't get the job. I was like, was he qualified? It's like, probably. It's like, I'm not saying that, you know, all black people aren't qualified. I'm saying that the ones that were living in that area and, you know, wanted the money, they probably applied and he got had an interview and it's like, hey, how much do you want to make? Or, you know, there's so many other factors. I mean, but he does hire... African-Americans, he hires, and I hate using that term because no one's, a lot of black people aren't even from Africa. I know a lot of black people from Cuba and Jamaica. That's not from Africa. So they're black and he hires a lot of black people. He hires a lot of white people. He hires a lot of um, Hispanic people, Asian people. I mean, it's just nonsense to think that he's racist when he literally has a business. You can literally look up in HR and just look up the names and look up the ethnicity of them. And back then, you actually had to put your ethnicity. Now, I think that's one thing Obama did was he put down that you didn't have you weren't required to put your eth, uh, ethnicity on an application form, and they're not allowed to ask you. But yeah. Back in the 90s and 80s and 70s, well, more likely 80s and 90s, you could see it. Okay, so, um, guns. I want to talk about this because they are going after your guns hardcore. They are. They are really going. They, like, I think in my last podcast, they I talked about a couple bills that they're releasing um, yeah, they're, they're really going, they're going hard. I think Beto O'Rourke is now in charge of the gun violence. We don't have a gun violence problem. Okay. So let's say we have the amount of like 300,000 people, 300,000 people are, uh, dead from guns or what, whatever the violence rate is. I think it's 40,000, 40,000 people die from guns each year. Okay. So 40,000 people, and they like to estimate it with uh, the United Kingdom or Britain. Okay, so 40,000 people divided by the population, which is, I believe, around 30 million. So 
30 million, that is 0.001% of, or 0.001. So move decimal 0.1%. Okay. So you have that. You have 0.1%. And then they like to use that, you know, as a, as a ratio. Well, unfortunately, America has 307 or 330 million people. So 40,000 divided by 300 million people. Now, it's not even okay, it's 0. 0.0001. Okay. Now, that 40,000 40,000 times 0. 0.6 because 60% of them are suicides. So now we have 24,000 people. Okay? 24,000 people are knocked out. Because those are suicides, you can't do anything. People are going to commit suicide. They're going to commit suicide. That is a whole different ball game. So, you can't use that use that uh, knowledge. And the rest of them, and I think only one thousand, are murders. The others are um, from cops because the FBI actually counts uh, gun violence used by cops. So that means it's like. A thousand, so it's not even eight percent that people are died from uh, gun violence. So not even eight percent, and they're saying that it's a big deal. Okay, so I think it's about a thousand people are from murder. So we don't really have a gun problem. What we do have is a suicide problem, and that should be taken care of by getting rid of the insurance companies and allowing people to go seek mental health. So. I hope that was very informative for you, and I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.